Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and dungeon master, Kenny. I have with me my entire party except for our bard, played by Austin. Paluvio will not be joining us tonight. I have the distinct pleasure of introducing the rest of the party, such as our cleric. Hey guys, this is Scott playing Slate. Our Artifa wizard. Hey y'all, it's Dylan. Our warlock. Hey everybody, it's Jesse playing Valandis. Our fighter. Hey everybody, it's Jeff playing Garen. And he's a sicky boy, so you're going to have to deal with his different sounding voice this time. So, when we uh, last left off, we were reminded that uh, we should plug criticalwick.com in a timely manner and not in the middle of our sessions like we've been doing recently. And you guys should go to criticalwick.com and check out the Critical Wick candles. They have fantastic scents. There's metal dye at the bottom of every candle. They are rather fantastic candles in terms of quality and production. I must suggest, and I have suggested this entire campaign, that you buy the candles. Buy the candles, please. Criticalwick.org.com.net. It's one of those. I really should know by now, but I don't. Anyway, so before we continue with tonight's story, I actually wanted to go back a step. Uh, I'm sure all the listeners and the, the party members that were present that are here tonight remember that the last boss battle that they just experienced was incredibly traumatic. Uh, it wasn't a particularly challenging fight, but it was quite the arduous ordeal. So with the privilege of us having our warlock with us tonight that we didn't have then, we're going to roll back the clock back to the beginning of that battle where... Uh, Valandes, you participated in the ritual with everyone else mm-hmm. and performed the protective rite on the crystal of water. Like every time before, after you guys finish your ritual, some sort of manifestation from the crystal pours out and attacks you all. However, this time, unlike previous occasions, uh, only a single sl- like slip of kelp was able to escape the crystal uh, and then it pro- proliferated intensely fast. The entire floor of the 100-foot circular room or dome-like room is covered wall-to-wall and floor-to-floor in kelp. And you're immediately stricken with, the, with seeing several morphous masses of kelp sort of stand out of the floor. And then they sort of ripple into familiar and distant faces that you remember unfortunately well. Dividing you and the rest of your party to the point where you're not even thinking about them because of what's standing in front of you are walls of water and kelp that seem several feet thick, certainly too difficult for you to walk through normally. But standing in front of you are three drow. You know them well. One was your least favorite whipmaster that served the house that you served. One is the one person you didn't want to leave behind. And then the last person is the head of the household for which you used to serve. Mm. Okay. Uh, Do they say anything? Um, they sort of stand uh, in, in sort of expected postures towards you. The sort of disciplinary force uh, sort of bundles the whip in their hand and you can hear the leather tighten in a familiar fashion. 
the one that you didn't want to leave behind looks at you solemnly and can't bear to make eye contact with you. And then the master of the house stamps his walking cane into the stone floor that you're standing on and chastises you from, a, from vanishing from your duties when the house needed you most. Hmm. And it, is it clear to me that they're like kelp manifestations? Or no, they look like this... they, they are real to you. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I'll address the, the noble um, first uh, in retort to him chastising me for leaving um, and say, well, you made me what I am. You're the one that brokered the deal with the demon. So I left to get mine. You left to get yours, you say? Yeah. Well, it is a fancy thought that you go and find yourself on some errant journey. And perhaps you think yourself some sort of hero now. No hero. I'm just trying to get rid of whatever you bound me to. Or at least that's what I set off to do. Now I'm just trying to find a way to destroy you. Uh, He throws up his hand in a familiar gesture. Uh, The lash of the discipline's whip crashes across your face. Does a... Okay, yeah, a critical hits you. Wow, yeah. Um, what's your best weapon damage? Uh, probably the, the rapier that I got, which is 1d8 plus 2. That's it? Uh, well, plus my dex. So, I'm hitting you with your own attack. What, 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 what am I rolling to hit you with? Uh, it would be uh, 1d8 and then uh, plus 2 plus 4 for my dex. Okay, you take 10 points of damage. Oof. Okay. The whip stings like it always did. Uh-huh. Um, all right, well, my hand will go to my cheek, and um, I'll look up to um, the master and say, why are you doing this? Why are you even here? To remind you of your purpose. You're a sword for this family and you serve this crest. He brandishes it, obviously. You turned Uh, your back on your duty. I turned my back on you because you sacrificed me to a demon. To make you stronger. To let you stand firm where your bones made you weak. Look at you I was doing just fine before you did anything for me. We were doing just fine. If you will not return home on your own accord, then I will have to persuade you otherwise. It is why we brought her after all. The uh, discipline carrying person will go and begin to choke with the whip the other person. Okay. Um, That other person... um will be uh, I can't remember if I built siblings in the Valen 
You know what? Screw it. We'll just retcon everything. Yeah, it's his sister. Okay, great. Um, and he was estranged from his sister uh, when he started working for this house. Uh, so um, they hadn't talked much, but he was always he's thought about her often enough. Um, if he had one thing he could fix, it would be to take her with him. Um, so, uh, seeing that he's going to, um, oh hell, he's going to Eldritch Blast the, uh, the Taskmaster. All right. Let's see. Roll to hit. All right. First one is a 12. To hit. And second one is a uh, 22 to hit. Okay, the 22 hits. Roll damage. All right. All right, that is... Uh, oh, uh, nine. So you, your Eldritch Blast like bolts out as it always has, and it strikes the Whipmaster in his in his forearm that he was using to choke her, and he sort of recoils from the blast and drops his weapon, but you see a sort of uh, bloodied grin across uh, his face, and he charges towards you. Hmm. Okay. Um, hmm. Well, as he's charging me, I guess I'm just going to... Uh, I'm going to Scorching Ram. And... I... Sorry, I don't have any of my spell cards right now, so I'm kind of doing good. all it's this It's just to fly. hit with your magic, with your uh, casting modifier. So, proficiency plus charisma, probably. Yep. Okay. Oh, all right. So, um, we have uh, seven and then uh, two 22s. All right. Both of those 22s hit. Roll damage for both. Do you have resistance to fire? I do. Okay. Because of my nifty. You're packed with the fiend, I thought. Bust. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There it is. Okay. Um, so that's um, an 11 and an 8, so 19 altogether. All right. You take 10 points of fire damage. Oh, of course. As you uh, sort of reel from this sort of reciprocal damage, uh, you sort of shake your head from the pain, and you can you hear a loud roar 
and look to one side and you see a giant kelp monster across one of the walls of water fighting a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh. Uh, taking in the gander to your right side, you see Geharan in the borderline fetal position swatting his glaive at nothing. Okay. This isn't good. Uh, okay. The, the, I guess the disciplinary master is now upon you, and he grabs you by your throat and begins to try and choke you, make an opposed grapple. All right. Plus strength, right? Uh, or de- or you can you can athletics or acrobatics, whichever you prefer. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll throw my decks on there. That's twenty-one. Okay. You're able to get prevent him from getting a grab on you, but he still cuts his nails into your throat, uh, and you take eight points of piercing damage. Jesus. Okay. That's not looking good. Um, all right, I'm going to uh, look towards um, the master of the house and say, um, feel free to choke the life out of me as long as you leave her alone. He shakes his head and um, sort of unlocks his walking cane, revealing that it is indeed a sword cane, and says... If you do not die, if you die now, she dies with you. Prove to me that you're still an asset. And he raises the weapon above her as she lays crying on her knees. Oh, boy. Uh, okay, so, um, okay, uh, well, I rolled for it. Um, Balan's going to steal himself a bit and, um, say, no, I, I left you for a reason. I'm coming for you for a reason. You've taken everything from me. And I will be back to take everything from you. It's at this point where... uh, Who went to come save him? Was it Boomer? Yeah, Yeah, it was me. I thought I dispelled magic on him. You oh, just spelled right. magic, but yeah. I went over there. I went over there first, and I got stabbed. You're right. Okay, so it's at this point that the sort of taskmaster draws his weapon uh, and begs you to, to like waves you to attack him as he readies his his like sort of defensive stance. Mm. All right. Uh, that, well, yeah, I'm gonna. Um, 
fine. Uh, I, I'm going to summon my pack, blade, pack weapon, and I'm going to uh, swing at him with both my short sword and the pack weapon. All right. That's a bad Ball idea, hit. but that's what's happening. All right. So we have um, a 13, uh, a 12, and uh, the other one's over 20. All right. So only the 20 hits, Boomer. Yeah. So as you plunge your, your pack weapon into the gut of the Taskmaster, he falls away into petals of kelp and everything else falls away as you feel a strong blast of abjuration magic slam you and jog your eyes and you can't see for a second. But when your vision clears, you're standing on kelp, not stone. All of the drow before you are gone and your swords plunged mostly into Boomer, who is in pain of the situation, but is pretty happy that you seem to have been jogged. Oh, shit. I... Oh, no. I'm going to immediately dispel the weapon and um, kind of hold Boomer for a second. Say, uh, <laughs> are, are you okay? Can you? Yeah, I'm uh, fine, old boy. <laughs> I'm going to look around for Slate and start yelling, Slate, I, I, need, I need your help. I need you to heal him. Uh, I got as, that. As that happens, all of the water falls apart. Um, you... You hear the Tyrannosaurus Rex yell again, and it looks kind of like a bunch of whole, like bleeding slits are in its back, and it vomits a salad of kelp onto the ground, and all of the kelp in the room disappears, and the crystal stabilizes. Wow. Okay. Um, do I see Slate? Yep, you see everybody. Oh, okay. Except well, for the I'm, T-Rex. Like, I'm still frantically waving him over uh, to heal Boomer. And I'm pretty sure that catches up to where we left off. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Damn. Oh, he didn't stab you that bad. No, but I also took a lot of damage before that. That's true. That's very true. I was at, I was at two health after the stab. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So he might not have stabbed me that bad, but I wasn't in good shape when I ran over here. <laughs> well, I'm right, glad so I you... didn't kill my friend. That's good. <laughs> it was a close one. I remember when you blasted two holes in Garen's chest. <laughs> you, <laughs> you were fine after do, that. Do you remember? The list. I remember. I remember. <laughs> hey, remember, remember that time I killed a kid? What? Yeah, you did remember that. that time, remember that time Jess's character killed three prisoners that we were rescuing? Because <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember. Do you remember like... how, like, the overall arching, like, sub-context is that you guys might not be the good guys? <laughs> yes. Hey, we're good guys. We're just really bad at it. Hey, remember that we're not good guys? <laughs> remember that we're the bad guys? I feel like I, I missed out on so much. Have you seen our helmets? There's skulls on them. I Are we the baddies? Boomer coughs up blood. <laughs> oh. <coughs> uh, it hurts so much. My insides are scrambled eggs. <laughs> All right. But yeah, you guys receive healing. 
um, and everyone's you know able to bring themselves back together. Seconds before seconds before we go into that though, the T Rex like turns back into Paluvial, who like <coughs> taps his chest. Well, that was an experience of hard power. He didn't say that, but I'm I'm having fun. I'm gonna toss a candy his way. You only have three of those left. Just, I, I know. I'm just gonna lob a candy. He deserves it. He, he eats it because he's a pretty boy. Garen's just going to be on his hands and knees in the corner. In the corner of a circular room? It's as close yep. to a corner as he could find. Or rather, uh, just where he laid. He hasn't moved. He's he's not Kenny, there. Yeah. Kenny, have, you gotten that, have we gotten the warning through our things yet? Yeah, so, sorry, the last thing that happened last session before we should actually continue moving forward is all of you guys hear very, very briefly Bagdurazor's voice, uh, sort of borderline panic scream in your head. Hello? All members of the coalition, this is Bagdurazor. You must come back to Yal immediately. Come back to where we first met. It's, oh shit. Well, at least we know he's not dead. Yeah, I mean, he's not yeah. dead yet. Uh, That's true. Oh, shit. Ugh. All right, boys, buckle up. Uh, we got to get going. Yeah. Right, pick up your stuff. We got to go. Yep. All right. Uh, we'll make our way out. Yep. You guys go back the to the, the, the Triton barracks, get back into the sphere attached to a huge chain and then uh, give the gesture while inside of the huge ball attached to a big chain that you're ready to go up. The Triton closes the hatch, guides the, bo- the, pa- the ball that's being pulled up by the chain. About an hour later, you guys are back in the center of Del Verde or uh, in the city of Verde, on the Lake of Verde, on the continent of Del Verde. <laughs> All right, boys. We got a couple options here. Um, we can try to make our way back normally. The B team is gone. Oh no! What? Where's the B team at? They left. For good? Oh, I feel like they were evil. Nope. The uh, sort got of a pet wardens, dog, the wardens of. The access to the crystal tell you that your friends said that they all sort of peaked up, like perked up in the same moment, and then said that they had to be off back. They had to go back to Yao. All right. Well, they're headed back the same way we're going. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, they're headed back. We'll meet them there. I wish they would have left the dog. Uh. Yo, dude. That's what? like Chesto's like life partner, man. Well, Chester could have stayed, too. He's an honorary member with the dog. <laughs> you can't just... Whatever. <laughs> Don't tell me what I can't do. I'm the bad guy in the situation. Uh, I, make I have the, the DM screen. I can tell you what to what you can and can't do. Wait, what? What? The DM makes the rules? Allegedly. What? Allegedly. What? I, I don't feel comfortable. I don't know anymore. Uh... So I'll look to the group and I'll say, we got two options, boys. We can try to get there through boat or try to find our way back 
or we could head to the nearest Ella Rail, and uh, I could use my thing that I got that one time we took the Ella Rail. Wink, wink, hint, hint. To get us there super quick. A very sullen Geheron would um, pat his pocket and look at him when he says that and say, if, if we do that, I have business on the continent as well. With- Maybe we can make a couple stops real quick. I'm sure we can, you know, figure something out. He grunts and goes back to sulking. All right. Is there any other business that we need to take care of before we get there? Slate? I got nothing. I Valen? Like to rest. Uh, well, we no, can sleep I would on our way. That we really need to get there ASAP. Uh, sounds important and dire. Garen, uh, what what do you need to stop for? Armor, he'd say, and he would um, finger that coin in his bag. I'm not letting anyone down again. What are you wearing right now? Oh, just regular old sexy old plate mail. Which is AC-18? Yes. Okay. All right. So, All right. So, uh, yeah, whatever you got to do. All right. So let's let's take the cart and let's head to the LRL. Yep. You guys take the cart. You go to the LRL station, which is on the north side of uh, Verde. You guys arrive, um, and you see that there is the same sort of situation in many of the stations that you've been to in the past, except this one is a bit bigger. And, uh, yeah, there's a couple of kiosks and one of the people at the kiosk sort of waves very friendly and says, welcome to the elemental Ella rail. How may I help you? Uh, I'm going to take the coin out of my pocket and I'm just going to set it there with my two fingers on it. I'll be like, I need to speak to your manager. They look down at the coin and then in just a second, like look at you with very open eyes and go, that can absolutely be arranged. If you and your friends would kindly come over here uh, and follow me, I could let you do that as immediately as you desire, sir. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, can someone watch our cart, too, and my spiders? I do not think that would be the least of the problems, good sir. Oh, fantastic. All right. Uh, come on, y'all. We got to go. If then we I'll teleport again, I hope there's no grub things that are trying to try and eat us. What are you talking about? I Never mind. All right, cool. Oh, wait, the Did thing that ate Valens, Valendes' hand. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not all of us I, were there. It was just you and Valen. Wait. What? Well, explained it. No, you guys explained it to. Him. I don't remember seeing it. Do I? You You didn't see it. I'm pretty sure it was just the two of them. Yeah. I thought uh, the two two episodes ago we teleported and you guys saw the big creature. Yeah, in our way to the enemy base. Uh, yeah, that's right. But it was too. It was like satiated by consuming massive amounts of souls. Oh, uh, like, I, I like was eating them I like was, apples. Speaking yeah, of I the was, theme of us being bad guys, we kind of gave those to it. Nah. Oh my god. Yeah, we're kind of the bad guys. All right, y'all. Good. Enough of the the internal. D- Come on, y'all. We gotta go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the. Uh, kiosk person sort of immediately closes down the kiosk and steps out inside and says, please, if you would be so kind as to follow me, and closely, please, secrets of the Ella Rail are ahead of us. 
but I'm sure since you already own one of those coins, you're already completely aware of what those secrets might be. Uh, yeah, uh, we are. Um, and thank you for uh, being our guy. Naturally, it's the least I can do. Literally the least I could do. Uh, and so they sort of very swiftly uh, uh, jog walk over to a what is a what is essentially the like a trailer office sort of situation. Like it's a semi-permanent structure, but it's mm-hmm. like sealed with a door and, and no windows. Uh, cool. They open the door and it's to complete blackness. They go, please. I believe the person you need to exchange that coin to and the person you desire to speak to is on the other side of this threshold. Uh, all right, then. Uh, thank you very much. And I'll slip my ring on. Okay. My, my look good ring. Okay. Uh, guys, uh, could you remember the rings? You should all put one on. Slate, you don't have one, so that's all right, buddy. I'm aware. You look, you, you look good. And I'll, like, dust off his plate armor. Slate slaps his hand and kind of gets gruff with him. <laughs> so you guys going to remember his yeah. last uh, interaction with um, Tot and go, uh, uh, I don't know how much they care about uh, being fancy. But, well, uh, remember the, the la- well, maybe for you and your dude, but like, remember the last time I came through here and he was like, you got to wear it because you guys look like bums. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, maybe this no, Jesse's guy is just busy being involved in florgies. Oh, florgies. <laughs> yes. And right, actually so... eating the floor. Right. Hmm. Technical term. So you guys all walk in through this black wall of non-light. And as you walk through, it almost feels like a, like a gently warm curtain as you walk through it. Somewhat pleasant. Uh, yeah, I like it. And as you walk through it, you are immediately walking into a much larger room than the thing that you look like you walked into. It looks very similar to a chamber that you've been to once before, although the attire of the chamber is somewhat different. It's a staging lobby puffer, not puffer, uh, makeup room. Like what you'd see behind a a theater. Or I guess like Uh the backstage of a theater. Hmm. Uh, And a servant devil approaches you and he is very like slick skinned and brown scaled he has small curved spirally horns on the sides of his head Uh, and he steps forward and looks you all over with the candor that only a uh, nose upturned servant could and looks and goes ah yes fantastic the majority of you look absolutely dashing I must say except for and spits on the ground as he looks at Slate no, 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 no. This absolutely will not do. My master will not have you in his chamber by looking the way you look. Please, uh, just a moment. Uh, what are your favorite colors and your gemstone? You're, you're joking, right? Not at all. Uh, well, uh, blue and... It's rust. White. Uh, gemstone? Why do I need a gemstone? Don't bother me with questions and answer them. Uh, Slate kind of looks around like super embarrassed and he goes, emeralds. Marvelous. Fantastic color theming. I adore it. And he sort of like rolls his eyes as he turns away and sits upon a jeweler's stand uh, situation. And immediately with quite the 
devilish quickness fashions a ring that is uh, a pearlescent golden band with sapphire claws in, uh, holding a emerald, a very standard rectangular emerald. And he hands it to you and says, please, put it on immediately. You look absolutely... Slate kind of fingers the ring a little bit and reluctantly puts it on. He's just... His face is not a happy face. Uh, whatever you're currently wearing, which I assume is your armor and shield and attire, uh, yeah. is sort of... You know that like effect that Mystique has in the the latest X-Men films? Like all her skin is like scales that like flutter to look different? Mm-hmm. That sort of effect flutters across your body. And much like the rest of your allies who are, you know, at the putting on of one of these rings, look absolutely stunning uh, in, their, in their own very themed colors. Uh, you immediately look like you're wearing a fine, traditional, rust-dwarven outfit, almost as if you were on your way to a ball or a, some sort of expensive gala. And uh. yet the accents of your blue attire are white and anywhere where gemstones would be appropriate, such as around your cufflinks or um, the uh, sort of neckline that goes down the front are adorned with uh, roads of emerald. Uh, so slate, regardless of if it's an illusory thing or an actual thing, adjusts the crotch suggesting it needs a little loosening. The servant rolls his eyes and goes, wonderful, you look absolutely fantastic now and not without all of that religious paraphernalia. Now, you mm. all are all prepared to go and see who I believe you would indeed have a appointment with. And he sort of gestures towards a pair of double doors to one side of the room. All right, cool, uh, thanks. Hey, we never got your name. It doesn't matter. I mean, I was just trying Sounds to... Sounds exotic. <laughs> he walks over, opens the door, bows deeply, go, please, at your own timing, sirs. Karen walks right, through the door. We gotta go, come on. All right. Uh, we'll go through. You all walk through the door are in, are in, and now are led into a about 50-foot-long hallway with one side is a series of doors. Uh, at the end of the hall is another double door, very similar to the one you have with a gold plaque next to it. And then the left side is a beautiful, uh, gently stained glass and then a actual fucking hellscape outside. I heard hell's nice this time of year. Uh, yeah, that's about right. We're in better condition than the last time we were in here. Correct. All right. Well, enough looking at seeing the sights. Uh, we gotta go. Not... All right. Karen makes some sort of underhanded comment about dead gnomes and Boomer. Oh wow! Thanks. Uh, yeah, that's great. Bring that up. I appreciate oh, it. What a grick from the past. Oh. <laughs> wow. Hey. Savage. I'm going to need you to roll a constitution saving throw. Okay, and I passed. Yeah, you passed. You're good. Legendary resistance, infinite times per short rest. It's a perk Ooh. of being a DM. That's pretty great. That's pretty good. All right. So, All the pun. <laughs> so you guys, I assume, make your way across the hall. 
it's uh, not hot, but it's, it's warm in here. Maybe it's the new duds or, you know, fancy duds. Or hell. Yep. Or right. hell. Or it's, or it's the hellscape. It's really hard to say. Guy Fieri's grill fires. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in hell now. I am in hell. <laughs> all right. So as you all approach the door at the end of the hallway, uh, the door opens to reveal another sort of servant-type devil, short and, and about waist height. He goes, you're expected, sirs, and opens the door for you to reveal a office that seems quite familiar, and the opulent, corpulent uh, devil sitting on the other side of the large desk who is actively uh, enjoying a sort of, like, cocktail glass filled with human fingers. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Plucks one and puts it in his mouth and delicately, like, sort of, like, shudders to himself with glee at the taste as he then looks and goes, ah, yes, you actually recognize this devil. He is the devil for which you bartered with before. Oh. Hey, how you doing, man? Long time no see? Yes, in fact, I would say quite long, but I am fascinated and very happy you have all come to see me. Please, I request that you be as comfortable as possible, for I understand that we have business to attend to. Oh, yeah. I thought I'd cash in on this here uh, uh, favor coin. Uh, We seem to be in a bit of a pickle. He straightens his grisly mustache with, uh, on both sides and leans forward across the desk and extends his clawed hand. Uh, it goes, Fantastic, my good gnome. Please return it to me. Uh, I'll hand it over to him. He thumbs it once or twice before he sticks it in his vest pocket and then looks back down and goes, Fantastic. I'm absolutely elated that we can have that transaction that I've been waiting months for what is it that yeah. I can do for you in exchange for me to have my coin back well um me and my compatriots here uh are gonna need to be in a couple places at a very quick pace hmm. uh, a steep price but not not too steep excellent uh I believe we need to go to the jungles where they make the uh iron bark uh armor I'm afraid and you're need... mistaken my friend Ironbark oh. armor is only made in the wonderful forest of the Lahasi. Yeah, that's where we need to go. Uh, we need to go there real quick, and then we need to for my friend to pick something up, and then we need to quickly bounce to uh, Yalzar Majora, back to the city of Yal. Is that it, right? Yes, the great city of Yal. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. back to where we uh, started this whole thing, where the coalition resides have you been there before oh 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 there yes 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 i know the place very well i i uh request a couple of things so this goes as quickly and simply as possible for not just myself for my time is very very valuable but also your own since you seem to be in such a hurry yeah what 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 is it exactly that you that you need well we are going to the grand iron box armory for your friend which friend is getting a suit of Ironbark armor? I can send a message ahead. Ah, fantastic. And I assume you have compensation for such a thing? Yes. He would um, pull out the favor coin. 
Ah, brilliant. Bring it to me, my good friend. Uh, Garen looks to to uh, Boomer before walking uh, over with, with the coin. I'll just shake my head. <clears throat> shake it no? No, I'm shaking it yes. You give it to oh, me. Okay. I mean, like... he, he, he hands it to, or shows it to the devil. He peers upon it intently and pulls out a monocle. Ah, yes. Oh, you've made someone very happy. Yes, now this will be perfectly... Yes, all right, one moment, my good friend. And he sort of pulls out a drawer and uh, an ink with some quill, an ink with a quill, um, and a black parchment that he closes the drawer and quickly writes in this gilded ink. And you can see it's in common, and it basically says... I am, and he says your name, despite you never telling it to him, uh, would, re- would like to requisite, uh, um, sorry, des- I desire one suit of plate mail of your finest iron bark, and he looks at the weapon on your shoulder. What is it again? A uh, halberd. And one halberd uh, with a haft of iron bark and a silvered magical blade. It was... I think that will do just fine, won't it? And the coin? Um, Garen gives it to him and is not quite biting his lip, but it's almost there. He places the coin in the very center of the parchment, rolls it up uh, tight, and then snaps his fingers. A portal of that screeches like a dying squid and shoves his hand in there, lets go of the, of the note, and pulls it back and sort of flicks the uh, thick black water off of his hand. He goes, very well. It will be waiting for you by the time we arrive. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, are we all going together? Well, I can only open so many doors for you all, and I, it will only be two, I believe. Uh, correct. And uh, with that favorite coin, I was also wondering if I could just get a small bit of information. You're nearly at the cap of what you can afford, but ask your question. Uh, we have been uh, uh, encountering uh, men with this symbol uh, of some sort of god or whatnot. Uh, it is a black hammer, and uh, it's black hammer and fire, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah black hammer and uh, and fire. Um, I don't know who this person is, but it seems like we're going up against him. And uh, I, I'd like to know what we're going up against. Uh, and he says, do you happen to have one of those? I think I know what you're talking about. To be absolutely sure, I would need to see one. Yeah, we don't have one. Uh, hmm. Everyone that we've uh, tried to pick up has tried to uh, take over our bodies and or explode inside of our hands. Ah, yes, yes, yes. I do think I know what you're talking about. He pulls open the top central shelf that sort of pudges into his uh, opulence, Mm -hmm. uh, and he removes a small test tube inside of which is a black-chained black hammer medallion. He goes, this look appropriate? He sort of shakes it so it rattles a little. Yeah, that's it. And Boomer will kind of like take a step back and kind of like touch his face. Uh, Remembering how the one exploded on a wide Cheshire cat grin and goes, I thought so. And he puts it back and goes, nasty little thing. Not from our realm, you see. There is a 
you might find it fancy and call him a god, but ah, feels wrong on my tongue to say the G word. It is a powerful being from another realm. It seems to come round every thousand years, and you simple mortals forget every single time. And he seems to try and corrupt the crystals. And uh, uses, apparently, in this occasion, these necklaces to mind-control simpletons to serve him in a realm that he has no threshold or power. All right. All right. D does he have a name? He says something that sounds like he sort of opens his mouth and the most, like, congealed, compressed sounds of five dozen beasts upon one another comes out. <laughs> and he goes, <clears throat> sorry, in ancient language, I think you would probably know what best is chaos. A pure embodiment of the concept and word. Well, shit. But I believe we have places to go, don't we? Yeah. Yep, we got places to go. Very good. He sort of pushes himself away from his desk and stands up. He is about ten feet tall. A much taller being than you kind of probably took him for. And he has, uh, like... Four legs that are all just tentacles from an octopus. This place is not my natural habitat. <laughs> uh, I'm scared. We're... Guys, I'm scared we're going to end up here. Not me. I've got a ticket. I, got I know it, bro. End up here. Wait, no, you're right. I know where I'm going. Shit. All I'm, right, well, let's do this. I am the chosen of the god of swole. <laughs> I'm probably going to be making booze for the rest of my existence. Uh, anyways, let's do this. Come on, y'all. Let's get in the portal. Maybe go fight chaos. So he, so he sl slathers over to uh, just a regular portion of the wall of the room, and he goes, please, good gentlemen, stay close and behind me. Uh, he produces a small dagger from his vest pocket, and then it cut the fabric of reality in that wall, and he restores it to his vest pocket and holds the crack open wide and sort of tears at the fabric that is this wall, mm -hmm. uh, and then slides through. Don't be uh, slow. I'll be right behind him, but before I get in the thing, I'll be like, you know, 10,000 gold isn't worth all of this, and I'll walk into the portal. <laughs> You're getting that feeling too, huh? <laughs> Garen follows. You sort of look back over your shoulder right at the camera. Am I right, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> Devils, who knew? Uh, <laughs> so, the theme from Seinfeld plays. Right. <laughs> so you guys all sort of walk through, I assume. Yep. <clears throat> and you're on a very uh, familiar, terrifyingly familiar cobblestone path in the middle of fucking void. Oh, God. In the distance, you see a single door. It's probably 200 feet away. But the uh -huh. devil you've arrived with is moving quite casually down the path. Isn't there a guard dog out here that we should be worried about? He sort of just flicks his hand in the air and says, 
keep close to me and do not worry. Remember, and he sort of stops for just a second and turns his head only halfway around. You're here under my direction. And he continues forward. Hey, yeah, you I'm should probably ask close. for your... Uh, if he's in charge of that thing, maybe you should ask for your hand back. That's not Even a... Just one-limbed friend. Idea. I think we've maybe pushed the maximum of our uh, favor coin, but no. Mm, it's worth Thank a shot. Try. Hey, uh... I happened to lose something the last time I was here. Any chance I could get it back? He shakes his head without turning around. It's not frequent that mortals like you are able to trespass upon this realm, but I will tell you what I have told every other person who has requested such a thing. If you lost something here to the thing that I think you lost... Oh, there it is. And he turns over and the, the writhing, wormy mass of flesh and mouths is parading towards him. And as it approaches, maybe some of you guys draw your weapons in anticipation or fear or post-traumatic stress. Just yeah. vomit. <laughs> just just vomit. Uh, the, so devil, much vomit. the devil you've arrived with simply backhands it like it's an obstinate dog. And then uh, as it sort of reels from the, from the slap, uh, the devil that led you here produces a small black orb and throws it on the ground between the devil and it and 12 souls of innocent people fly out uh, and miscellaneous arms and tendrils lash out and grab the souls and pull them into its mass as it begins to devour them. And he goes, we don't have a lot of time, but it will buy us much. Let us go a little more quickly now. Yeah, I'm running. Yeah, worth a shot. Garen would say as they start to trot. Slate's right behind everybody. And uh, so you all arrive to the door. He opens it and says, "I will hold this door open until you all return. Do not engage anyone other than the one person who seems like they're expecting you. Be quick." And the door opens and reveals a pleasant smell of a forge and and burning wood, almost like a campfire, but stronger in smell. And it looks like a forest, a kingdom in the forest. Hmm. This is much more my speed. You all pour out of the, ho of the door? Yeah. I mean... Yep. Alright. Um... The uh, a, a tall and and charcoal uh, uh, smudged high elf approaches you all and goes, Ah, yes, I was expecting not as many of you as there are, but you, the tallest one. We heard your order that was requisitioned. Please, over this way. And he sort of gestures to a large, like, armor mannequin, the, the size of you, with a huge set of iron bark plate mail on it. Garen follows and also salivates. Squires! A small contingent of six young uh, high elves appear and sort of perform a complicated salute to what is obviously the blacksmith. And immediately he like whistles and points to you and they almost attack you in doffing your plate mail. 
Garen's ripped body is revealed. Uh, and then almost just as quickly, the Ironbark plate mail is dawned upon you. While wearing the Ironbark plate mail, you have resistance to lightning or uh, what is it? Electric damage? How? What is the word? Like shock damage. Like thunder or lightning? Is it... I forget what damage type. I it think is. it's a. I think it's like electric, and then there's thunder. Wait, hold on. Uh, thunder's sonic damage, so yeah, it's like uh, lightning. Lightning. Yeah. All right. You have resistance to lightning, fire, and ice damage. You are immune to poison damage. <laughs> it counts as magical plate mail, and it has a. Doff action of uh, doff speed of two actions, and a what that was doff as I said. Mm-hmm. Yes, and a dawn speed of one minute. And the right, that's a, good. No, I was just gonna say I just got to the computer and I'm typing all this in. All right, you're resistant to fire, lightning damage. Sorry, fire damage, lightning damage, ice damage, or cold damage, I think it's called. Uh-huh. You are immune to poison damage. And right. you it's considered magical plate mail. And I said one more thing, didn't I? Uh, doffing takes one minute. Yeah, doffing takes two actions... Or just like one full turn, basically. And then donning it takes one minute. So substantially right. faster than regular plate mail. Yeah, it's like 15 minutes. Hell yeah. Okay. And it's, and it's one third the weight. If that matters. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All gotten written down. And then the the blacksmith sort of shoes his squires away, and hands you with very with very much pomp and circumstance, and like bows his head and almost takes a gentle knee, and hands you the halberd with an iron bark haft and a silvered blade. It is a plus two halberd. All right, Garen takes it with reverence. No bells and whistles. That's fine. He'd uh, have to thing and give it a few experimental swings before he, he looks over at everyone with a grin. All right. You got it. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, I'm sorry, but we uh, are in a rush. We must be on our way. He nods and goes, I understand. Be well. You as well. And uh, all right, y'all. In the door. All right. The devil is like, waving you to come on as you all turn. He goes, come now, damn it. And as you all enter, you can see the beast is like mostly done eating the souls that it was feasting on. Cool. Um, We gotta go. Yeah, we gotta go. Also, uh, my cart, my spiders, are those? Shit. We'll have them to yell in no time. Maybe a day. Just don't worry about simple things. All right. It's got a big old cannon on it. Anyways, let's go. Logistics is my job, damn it. Follow. And he turns right. down another cobblestone pathway through this void. 
a similar long distance between here and the next one. And right about as you all arrive to the door, he goes, very well, may we never see you again. And he opens the door and, like, grabs at the party. Everyone make a strength save or give in to the effect. Ooh. Twelve. Uh, that'd be a 15 for Boomer. Ooh. Uh, 17 for Valen. 22 for Garen. I- Makes sense. Everyone but Gaharan is gripped and thrown off their feet and thrown through the doorway. Of course. He looks at Gaharan, rolls his eyes, and goes, Get at it! Uh, Garen shoots him a finger gun and walks through. Right. <laughs> so, you all are standing where this adventure began. Back at the first session. At the base of the huge tower for which you all met all the other members of the coalition. Uh, is there anything, like, different? Not outside, like... no. In fact, the entirety of the city of Yal seems completely unaware of anything weird goings on. Uh... Doesn't matter, Garen's already trucking up the stairs. Oh, Jesus, wait! Uh... Yeah, God. All right, well, I guess we'll... I mean, how far ahead are you? I mean, he's... I mean, you guys were thrown ahead, so you guys probably, like, got off your butts when he walked through the portal. Okay, um... Oh, Jesus. I'm having... uh Oh. I'm actually, like, having, like, legitimate worries about going in here. Like... Uh, can I Arcana check real quick to see if there's anything off about it, like magically? Sure. Like to see if I can feel the the stuff, the the presence of like those medallions. Since I had one almost blow my face off. I mean, you can roll it, but I don't like your odds. Okay. Uh, how do you do the thing on the messages? It's um. Exclamation roll. Okay. Exclamation. Roll. Yeah. Okay. D20 plus. Sorry, everybody. Plus nine. All right. Fourteen. Um, you sort of like reach your hand out and you clear your mind to tap at the ether of the area. But. You don't really feel anything until Gaharan opens the door and then you feel a hard wind that sort of knocks you out of your trance. Uh, it, there's great power inside and it's waiting for you. Well, boys, uh, I'd say pray to who you need to pray to. Make whatever hopes you got left, wishes and such. Uh, I don't think we're going to be making it out of this. It's all right. This is what we got hired for, right? I don't remember what we're hired to die. 
I got I got hired to try not to die. I mean, we all got hired to fix the crystals, and I think we did that, but I think this is more what we need to do as adventurers. <clears throat> We've put this is when you get, this is when you get to be the big damn hero. Yeah. And I I remember this from a dream. If there are any explosions, do not look at them because cool guys don't look at explosions. Garen moves his hand up and down the halberd shaft and a shotgun sound happens. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Boomer will load his thunder cannon and an actual shotgun sound will happen. There you go. I'm right there with you, buddy. Uh Slate's going to pray to his god one last time and then uh, summon his spiritual weapon. It sounds like a shotgun. No, it doesn't. Damn. Garen utters a chant of the god of swole, which I think is just a protein shake recipe. <laughs> but Don't forget the kale. <laughs> the melon's going to step Lady off for a second. Hold on. Let him go. Uh, Valen's gonna step away for uh, for a second and just kind of mutter under his breath. Uh, well, uh, Mezzeltot, if you wanna return on your investment, now might be uh, the time to hit me with some juice. And you hear, uh... so you guys probably notice your warlock's eyes go black. That yeah. sort of phases out mentally. And sort of, sort of stands there vacant for a second. This has happened a couple of times. Uh, so yeah, you're you're back in Mezzeltot's lounge, and he sits there, and he sort of looks up and goes, "Ah, going to be the hero, huh? Going to be something, and hopefully not dead, which is why I gave you a call." And he sort of wait, like sort of slaps his hand in the air towards you and goes, "Ah, don't worry about it. I know what comes next. You'll be fine. Don't tell your friends, though." Uh, will do. Is that it? Oh, uh, wasn't meaning to do this, but he sort of like stands up and like uh, cracks his back fourteen times more than a back should crack. Uh, and walks over and just like pokes your cheek with his finger and he goes and bam Um, you uh, sort of feel a surge of power like just like wave through you he Uh goes oh that wasn't free but I'm sure you'll appreciate it he uh, sort of Cracks his neck once or twice. And goes, I'm getting too old. And he sits back down and goes, "Well, that's all about I can do for you right now. Uh, I've already made some deals, so like I said, don't worry about it. But uh, don't tell your friends; it'll fuck things up." Uh, all right. I guess that's fair. Uh, thanks. Yep. And finger guns. He uh, shoots one back at you. Uh, All right. Your max hit point goes down two. Okay. Nothing. Nothing else is 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 happened to your awareness. 
Oh, okay. Neat. <laughs> Before All right. Oh, um, except uh, your shooting finger feels real hot. <laughs> nice. Okay. Add note, hot finger. I got that hot finger. Awesome. All right. All right. Uh, well, thanks, Demon's still screaming in the background. Yeah. That's just too fucking funny. I can never edit it out. <laughs> Hold on. Gomer. Stop. <laughs> I don't mean I'm, to make you feel like self-conscious. I just think like it's really funny. I'm trying to mute the mic, uh, but he, as soon as I mute it and then I have to say something, he just starts playing with it again. Yeah, no, I get it. Dogs are dogs. It's fine. All right. Uh, before we walk in, yes. uh, I'm going to cast sending. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to send a message to my mother. Uh it's like 25 words, and it's basically going to say, I'm going to be like, hey, Ma, it's Boomer. Uh, remember, I love you. I'm about to make you proud. And Can Cindy go that far? Not like I really want to tear this really heartfelt it, moment down, but. Um, it uh, it's, can go anywhere in your dimension. If it's out of your dimension, it has a 5% chance of failing. Wow. Message is the other one that you're thinking of that, oh, okay. that's only a couple of feet. Yeah. Right, right, okay. So, yeah. Can she respond or no? Um, she can respond with um, 25 words. She just sort of, you can almost hear her crack a smile. She goes, oh, baby, I'm always proud of you. You know that. And then the spell ends. Yep. And I'll look at my friends and, all right, y'all. You ready? Garen's already leading the charge in. Fallon's holding his finger gun up in the air. Like it's uh, I'll... Does it make a shotgun sound? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll load the Thundermonger, and uh, I'll look to sleep before we go in and be like, hey man, I know you haven't been on this whole adventure with us, but I'm glad you stepped in when you did. It's... It's been a pleasure. And Damn I'll right it has. <clears throat> and then, He'll shoot uh, a finger gun back. Then we'll walk in. First guy that mentions dying next to a friend gets stabbed. <laughs> There's no elf here. It'll be all right. All right. So you guys walk into the sort of black winding fog that cascades just barely out of the door frame. And uh, you walk into a black pitch room that's void, and that would be discerning if it wasn't somewhat familiar. And then you feel uh, the door closes behind you. You can see the walls sort of cascade as light pierces the room. And then you see the lobby room of this great establishment that you've been in once before. Except as the darkness sort of 
fades away and reveals the chamber in its true, it's not the same chamber. Or at least, it has new decorations. Dozens and dozens of corpses. All people that you get, like, snaps in your memory. Former coalition members. Garen's charge falters and he actually stops and stares around him. You see that there's more than just fallen coalition members all over the place. You see a cleric that died, like, laying on top of a a thin wizard who has their throat slit, dying, protecting his friend. And then you see also that there's multiple... Oh, shit, he's here. The boy, the man, the Peluvial. You guys just walked... By the way, hell yeah! This is the second to last episode. You guys are walking into the base floor of where this entire campaign began in the middle of the great city of Yao. Ah. Uh, You guys, um, Boomer used his favor coin at the Ella Rail Station. You met up with a familiar devil who teleported you guys to the Lahasi capital city, where um, where Gaharin got decked the fuck out with new iron bark plate mail and a plus two halibird. Oh. And then he took you guys to the center of Yao. Okay. You guys said some last second, like, let's fucking do this. And then you just walked into the main lobby of the this tower where mm-hmm. the whole campaign started. And as the darkness faded, as light pierced the room, the door closed and you all saw a, a slaughter scene of former coalition members cast around the ground. And just as I was, just as you joined us, I was about to point out that almost just as many, if not uh, twice, I said, I, I said that really poorly, meant much, much many, much, much, what the fuck? Much more corpses, however, are of the cultists that had, that are adorned with those black hammer medallions and they are slain by the the score across this huge room Hmm. a good accounting oh Um, yeah boomer vomits now boomer already vomited once oh okay I think this is an extra special case one and done so late yeah I, I vomited enough in the portal. I don't have any vomit left in me. Yeah, you yeah. generally have to have another meal or at least some water first. Yeah. You know we're in shit when Boomer can't vomit. <laughs> it's, it's bad, boys. Do you guys remember how you got to the top of the tower? Was there just a massive amount of stairs? Um... Yeah. I don't remember climbing the tower. I thought we were just in like a giant like atrium and then got summoned to a side room. That's what yeah. I thought. Okay. And then and then the the dragon teleported us outside and I That's vomited. Right. Yeah, yeah, that was the first time. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Memories. Yep. <laughs> so you guys see that same door 
for Bagdurazor's office open. And a, a small shine of light casts out of it. But it's fading. Screw mm. it. Karen's going in. Yeah, Valen's behind him. Yeah, I'm following. Yeah. I guess, I guess we're all following. Okay. Choo -choo. Blood. Don't look at the blood. Don't look at the blood. Alright, as you all sort of run for Bagdurazor's office's door, um, Garen, you're first. A huge hammer of black light swings out the door and slams into you. Make a deck save. Who? Gaharan. He was up. He was first. Gotcha. Oop, hold on. Grabbing my die. Not good. Oh, that's gonna be a solid five, Chief. You take thirty force damage. Ah. I'm, I'm a hero. <laughs> As the black hammer spirit weapon pushes you back, I assume everyone else stops short, like, oh shit! Oh, shit. Yeah. And then yeah. what comes walking out the door is Bagdurazor, to be sure. But he's wearing black metal plate mail and has a two handed warhammer over his one shoulder that looks exactly like the Black Hammer medallion that he's wearing. What a dick. You nervous son of a bitch. And he points his hammer at you all and says, Ha! I can't believe it worked. You fools. Running around all of Yal. Just to do my bidding the whole time. Damn it. Fuck. No. Uh, uh, we were the baddies from the start. We were the baddies. Um. Elle looks confused. Yeah. Slate, yeah, Slate doesn't really have any idea what's going on. Tell me we sealed the crystals away from this world. No, 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 no. Simpler and much more brilliant. He's sort of stepping into the room away from you all as he monologues because he's a villain and that's what they do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, with his weapon pointed at you the whole time. You all have prepped summoning circles. And at the same time, with the snap of my fingers, oh wait, I already have sundered all four crystals and bring the door wide open for my lord the one that will bring all of Yalzar to its heels and you all will be the first to know his wrath by my hand it's at about this point that the room has been creeping with blackness like that void that the room looked at when you first walked in. Covering the corpses, covering the walls, and covering the ceiling. And just as it finishes, you all can still see him perfectly. 
but you can't see the corpses or the chairs or the sun-destroyed desks. It's just you all and him. And as he sort of begins to float up into the air and sort of seem to sit in some non-present throne high in the room away, he raises his weapon, and just before you believe battle begins, you hear above a triumphant and angry noise. The noise that likes the witch would send adventurers less than you shitting their pants out of respect and deathly fear. The void caves in from the top, and what fills the center of the room is the great dragon, Muldoran. Yeah. 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 He roars at Bagdurazor and raises a righteous paw and points and says, you have done the unthinkable to this realm and you will die no less than a thousand deaths for the pain you have wrought, you fool. He looks down to you all and for just a second, half smiles knowing that you're all here. And with his same extended paw, he flicks his fingers in your all direction. One scale from each of his five claws slings off and slaps you in the chest. And you feel a sheen of magical energy coat you that disappears after it covers you entirely. And you've received Mulderin's blessing. The nature of that, I will not tell you. Because... Now, we roll for initiative. In the last episode of the Coalition Campaign, next time. That's great, because I got a four. Oh, you sneaky bastard. Hey, I got a nat 20. (laughs) Can't keep it. Don't roll it now. (laughs) It's too late. It's there. All right, well, if you're going to keep your 20, then whoever rolled that four keeps their four. Deal. Oh, ro- <laughs> no, don't. It was no, about this. I'm kidding. No, it wasn't me. I didn't roll shit. Okay, if no one wants to own up and Arn wants to keep his 20, everyone gets four. No, it's fine. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go dab in the corner. <laughs> All right. So, uh. I hope you guys liked it. I'm sorry for the cliffhanger, but we don't have enough time to do the final combat. Plus, we said we would finish this campaign in person. So, ideally, the next and the last time you all will hear of us will be in person, hopefully not too many weeks in the future. I've been your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. It's been my distinct pleasure to have all of my party members, including our late but punctual, at least to some degree, Bard. Uh, That's me, Austin Planell. Our fighter. Hey everybody, it's Jeff playing Garen. Have a good night. Our Artifa wizard. Hey y'all, it's Dylan playing Boomer. Don't forget to tell your mom you love him. Our cleric. Hey guys, it's Scott playing Slate. Have a good night. And our warlock. Hey everybody, it's Jesse playing Valandess. Good night. Good night everybody. Hello. Bye y'all. Bye.